beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Hello, and you are listening to Of Mice and Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I'm Sean. Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm good. I'm brilliant. I'm brilliant today. Brilliant? Wow. I you like must be it. really feeling it. It's just, it's, it's upbeat, it's sparkly, it sounds smart, although I don't necessarily mean it that way. I mean it more in the British sense. I'm like mega brill. <laughs> Is that because you just shaved your head for Daddy Warbucks? Is that why you're feeling that way? I don't know. Maybe it's just getting more oxygen to my brain. Oh, well, you know. And I just feel good. more more revitalized and excited. I but like I'm also, it. I'm also excited about this week's topic. Yes, yes, I am too. Um, you know, the, the fireworks are, are, are a very special, special thing at Disney. And, you know, we all, uh, there's always a night or two on every trip where we spend and take that 20 minutes and watch them. Now, there are obvious places to watch them to get a very full view. But we're not talking about that necessarily today. Some of our-, well, I, did our put, I, I did put them down just because- Well, you know. so did I, so did I. Okay. But we're talking about, uh, you know, places to view the fireworks from. There are some obvious ones that will be on our list, but there's some like interesting ones as well, or that's, ones that you may not have thought of. And that's, that's, that's what I'm most excited to see. I'm like, what is yeah. Tristan going to tell me that maybe I don't know myself? And I'm sure that uh, you're an expert and been going forever. And I'm sure I'm not saying anything revolutionary, but there are places that have excited me. So, well, and I've got a couple on here that it's like might not be the best necessarily, but has some pros. Yes. Yeah. And like I kind of have a disclaimer that mine don't really include like a great view of the castle itself, but the fireworks look fabulous from these views. So, that being said, what is your number 10 then, Sean? My number 10 is the dock slash boat slash outside the ticket, well, window well, no, not the ticket window, it's not Florida, but, you know, where you can catch the ferry boat or where you can catch the smaller boat launches, like to the Contemporary or Fort Wilderness or where you head over to the buses for the resort. And the reason, the reason I listed it is you can't see the, you can't see the castle at all. It's not about that. But you can see most of the fireworks. And if you're looking to get to your car quickly after the fireworks or you don't want to wait in a huge resort bus line, if you watch from out there, you're going to be the first one or, or the monorail. Even It's like if you if you can give up seeing like, you know, Main Street and the castle and you just want to see some fancy things explode in the sky with some cool Disney music in the background. I, I I would venture to say that's the that's the dine and dash place to do that. I love that. I love that. What about right, you? My, my number 10 is actually the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train queue. Now, the timing needs to be right. I was going to say, if I'm inside like playing with one of those diamonds, making a dwarf show up on the ceiling, I'm going to see nada. Yeah, no, you're not going to. This is why timing is almost impossible, but I've done this twice to where we've timed it so that we're right underneath the trees in the queue on the outside part of it at just the right moment. And man, it is stunning because those fireworks are right above your head. Like it is so pretty back there. 
Um, so that is my number 10 is the cue for so seven basically, basically get in that line, like just before fireworks. Yeah. 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 It's tough Don't to time out, but you can do it. Okay, good. What about your number nine? So my number nine is outside space mountain in Tomorrowland. Um, it's a little less crowded back there. And the view is actually not terrible, not the castle, not necessarily, but like the way, the view of the fireworks is really cool from over there. And it's usually like very sparse and it's just does not feel as claustrophobic as the, you know, as, as the, the hub does, if you will. So that I is my imagine. number nine. And I think you could probably also quickly dash into Space Mountain after the fireworks are over. Yes. And also have a much shorter, much shorter wait time. Absolutely, you can. I like the way you think. Yeah, well, hey. My number nine is kind of akin to my number 10. You just get a little closer. I'm saying if you watch from the hub at the end of Main Street, like in mm -hmm. front of the train station, as long as the tree's not up, but if the Christmas tree's up, you got to be just a little on the other side of that. Um, mm -hmm. You're still pretty far away from the castle, so you're not going to see a lot of the castle projection stuff. Um, but you'll see most of the fireworks in the sky. You'll see the projections down Main Street. And again, except for those people who are standing outside the train station down by the boats and the monorail, you're going to be one of the first people out if you're planning to leave, which I don't necessarily, in fact, I don't recommend. But no. I understand that kids, you know, parents with children that, you know, 920 after a long day of walking in the Florida sun about 9.20 is all they can stand to be up, then if you need to get back to the resort or back to the parking lot, it's not a bad place to watch and be one of the first people on the transportation. Yeah, that's very fair. And that was your number nine or number that eight? Was nine. Yeah, nine. that was nine, yeah. So my number eight is from the People Mover. Um, it's very serene, it's very peaceful, and it's, perhaps my favorite thing to try. I mean, it's, it, and it's a little easier than others to time it that way. But man, when you come around that one corner and you get that view of the castle, you can yeah. see, it's so pretty. And there was one time in my life where I have had the, just the luck that it broke down on that curve. Oh. And so we were stuck with this beautiful view of the castle during wow. the castle of fireworks. It was unbelievable. And, um, I've never been able to like replicate Break that magic. Still really pretty. Wow. Yeah, that is that is some unintended Disney magic. Yes. It was gorgeous. Well, my, my number eight place is over at the boat docks at the Grand Floridian. Oh, okay. Um, because you get a nice perspective. You certainly see all the stuff up high. You do not see the castle projections really in a way that you can see them. But, you know, you're a little more secluded, especially if you happen to be staying there or at any resort. Well, if you're at any resort on the monorail, I've got other places you could watch from your own resort. But um, especially, you know, if you're if you're not doing a park day, but you're having dinner at Citrico's or, you know, you just went over to explore, uh, explore it, you know, it's not going to be as crowded as a park. So so that was my number eight. All right. Love that. I've never tried that, but um, number seven then is the bridge by Splash Mountain. Um, not only is it a cool view in the sky, 
but it's also a cool view on the reflection of the water, but also oh. you're right there. <laughs> Just go into Splash Mountain. It's a great, great area. But super pretty over there too. Um, yeah, I don't know. If it's, you know, it's the trees, the reflect. Just it's all good. It's all good. It is, and you could hop on Splash Mountain, or you could hop on Big Thunder Mountain. Absolutely, and certainly at lines for any attraction sort of start being really thin about 15, 20 minutes before fireworks because yes. everybody's staking out a spot, and they just continue to dwindle as people go through the attraction during the fireworks. So. Hopping on any attraction after fireworks, good plan. Our our family really loves to be the people that are going the opposite direction. As everyone's coming out of Adventureland, we are going salmon. So you're a salmon swimming upstream. We sure are, but dang it, it works every time. So yeah. All right. What was was that? Your seven? That was my seven. Yeah. My seven is the beach at the Polynesian. Ooh, good one. Because uh, again, you know, you can't. Necess- I don't think, well, maybe they do pipe the music in over there. I think they might. You're still not going to see the castle projections. But Disney's gotten pretty good about putting the music with the fireworks anywhere on property that you can really see them, like mm-hmm. even in your hotel room on your TV. So, uh, but, you know, there's, there's even a couple hammocks if you grab your spot early enough. It's just a really restful, still place. You can grab a cocktail at the pool bar and carry it down there. So, and, and especially if it's not a park day, maybe you ate at Ohana uh, or, you know, you're just out exploring the resorts. It's, it's a really nice sort of head-on view of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. All right. So my, what is that? Are we on six now? Yeah. So my number six is an interesting one, but it's near the magic carpets of Aladdin in the Tiki Room area. There's you something about some specific in the park places that I would never have thought of. Some of these have just been by accident, <laughs> but this particular one, the way the tree, like the exotic kind of trees, really provide a really interesting framework for it over there. But also that particular area becomes kind of a ghost town during the fireworks too. So it's really nice to just kind of sit and like they're there and like, oh, it's great. It's great. One of my favorite things is uh, over by the magic carpets. Cool. Well, and and that's why I'm a little embarrassed. Some of mine are just kind of generic. Because for six, I wrote down Frontierland. And I guess more specifically, I was thinking sort of the the more open area that's kind of outside country bears kind yeah. of yeah. headed past Liberty tree tavern a little bit. Um, again, not a great view of the castle, but a really unique view of, of the fireworks. So you can certainly still see what's going on and, you know, you've certainly still got the soundtrack. So that was my number six. Nice. My number five um, it's not really unique, I guess, but it's still special, which is the train station. Um, goes without saying, unless it's Christmas time. Uh, that view is is really unmatched, especially with the the addition of those projections uh, up and down Main Street. Um, I had thought about it, but they seem to be so militantly patrolling where you can be on the train station these days. I wasn't sure that yeah. was possible anymore. Well, and I don't know. It's been a couple of years. This was the, one of the first times harper saw the castle show it was there and this was 
uh, back in 2015, I think. So then it wasn't as bad to go up there and get a spot. Um, but it, because I had that like core memory of Harper's first viewing was up there and I've yeah. watched a few other times from there too. And my brother, they, they weren't up on the train station, but they were back there. And he said, the view was really, really great. Um, on this last trip. Um, he did cool. what you were just talking about. They watched it from far down on main street so they could book it. <laughs> right. but, um, so that is my number five. Well, and mine was sort of over in the new fantasy land. I mean, it's sort of over very close to where you were talking about Seven Dwarves Mine Train, like that area kind of outside Be Our Guest. And and there's a night, you know, it's nice and open and, and fireworks are clearly visible and, and you feel a lot closer to them and you're in a charming setting. So that's my number five is sort of that new fantasy land. I love that. So my number four is the California Grill at the Contemporary. Um, uh, and it's my number three. So let's just talk about it now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at one point, I know that even if you didn't have reservations during the firework, you could return with your receipt. And I don't right. know if that's still it's, a it, thing. It is. I believe that is still true, that, that California Grill, uh, as long as you have dined there that evening, you are welcome to come back up and watch fireworks from the viewing terrace. Yes. Because I've done that a few times that way, but I, I have once eaten dinner right before the fireworks and then watched them, you know, had yeah, one of the best meals of my life and then watch the fireworks from that view is, is incredible. Right. But, um, but let's talk about it for you. Yeah, I, I will say, uh, and I have not been back since the new 50th pre-fee uh, menu dining experience. I, I have clients who have been there and said it was, you know, just as amazing as I had described, which made me feel good. Um, because I truly love it up there. I've gotten pretty good at being lucky enough to time a dinner reservation right for getting a, a seat in the dining room during fireworks, occasionally even up against the window, which is just amazing. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, yes. You 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 don't see the castle stuff close up, but the view of the fireworks themselves, pretty stunning. That. So that was so that your number was your, three. Well, I bet you did. So it was your number four. Yeah. So I, what is your four? I, I still have a I still have a three because I have a three A. But my four. Oh, okay. Was my four was a dessert party slash the fireworks cruises that they do. Oh, um, granted, those both require a pocketbook to dip into. Um, <laughs> and I've heard some reports that some of the dessert parties for watching the fireworks. Well, I guess now there's even like premium dessert seating, which is like on the grass kind of by the castle, which some people are like, that's way too close. And I guess it also takes place in the sort of in the corner of Tomorrowland. Um, okay. I've done it. I have done one dessert party, uh, and there there are plenty of desserts, and you are not going to leave hungry. And for adults anymore, they include beer and wine, and so um, it's a nice little splurge. I might be inclined a little more to tell a client to 
to go to one of the Epcot dessert parties for Harmonious maybe and spend the spend the dollars there. But also, and I have not done a fireworks cruise, but I know that that is something that that is offered from several of the resorts on on the Bay Lake area to uh, to actually be on a boat out in the out in the Seven Seas Lagoon. Wait, Seven Seas Lagoon. Yes. Uh, and watch the fireworks from there, which I'm sure would be pretty stunning. Oh, I bet. Wow. And I All guess, because right. you haven't done your three yet, right? What's your three? No. So my three is, again, a little bit harder to do, but on Big Thunder Mountain. Now, well, this yeah. is almost impossible. But if if you're a Florida local and a Disney regular, you could probably figure this out. But if you can be on that while the fireworks are going on uh, uh, it's stunning to be going through that mountain um yeah. harper and i just kind of happened to do that this last time and man it was cool like i could not get over how pretty that was to see um, right again yeah i've done i've love. done that once myself and yeah which just goes to speak to the facts that don't necessarily think you shouldn't get on an attraction because it's fireworks time just get on a cool outdoor attraction where you may get a version of the fireworks you've never seen before yeah so do you have do you have another three well i had a 3a because i had tied it to the california grill and i i hesitated even to bring it up because it's it's a little snobby but being a dvc member i'm going to bring it up anyway because We've said how amazing the California Grill viewing of the fireworks is. Bay Lake Tower is just that much closer to the park and closer to the fireworks. Uh, It is a DVC property and the newly renovated uh, top of the world. It was the top of the world lounge before and had a really cool monorail thing behind the bar, uh, but has just reopened as the villain's lair. Oh yeah, that's right. Completely like redone the decor and rethemed the menu, cocktails. Um, they they have what they have just been doing, like for the last two weeks, and only have reserved it through two more weeks. But those of us in DVC are hoping they'll extend it. It's called the Wicked Wind Down, and uh, for fifty five dollars, you get a cocktail and appetizer. And a sweet treat from like oh, their sweet thing. Now, cool. yes, but the the catch is not only do you have to be a DVC member to access the lounge, but you have to have been a Disney uh, a, a DVC member who purchased your membership through Disney. So secondhand purchases, you're it's it's one of those perks that is only for members who purchase through Disney. Um, and it's still tough, you know, to get up there. And it's, you know, you can bring up anyone who is on your reservation. We are truly, that's going to be the first night, hopefully, of our September trip, where Ooh, we've got nice. a bunch of us going, but everybody's on the reservation and I have double checked. So, so top of the world, if you are a DVC member or are going to vacation with one, it's a pretty spectacular view of the fireworks. All right. I love it. Well, we're down to two. Yeah. Yeah, I bet we may come in. We may align on these two. What's your number two? We may. So 
My number two is actually on Dumbo. <laughs> wow. Nope. We don't align. I did not have on Dumbo. Because I, again, it was one of those things I did on accident, but um, you, you're riding this like iconic and nostalgic attraction while oh, yeah. like the fireworks are going on. Uh, wept. Totally. I wept. I wept. Oh, of course you did. I know. I'm sure I would have too. Because like, when, when you said that, I was like, wow, how cool would that be to be on such a magical, iconic Disney attraction and be watching the fireworks and yeah. Yeah, so that that is my number two. What's your number two? My number two was just like there sort of in the partner statue area in oh, front sure. of the castle. Yeah. Because you'll see the projections really well. You're maybe a little close to the castle to see all of the fireworks, but it'll still be a good view. Uh, but you'll miss projections like that are behind you. So right, that's right. why it was my number two. Okay. So we're down to number one. So my number one, this might be really stressful for some, but for a people watcher and like magic seeker like me, what we like to do, I shouldn't say I, it's something the family likes to do. We like to start at the train station and walk down the sidewalks of Main Street into Adventureland and just observe and watch people literally dropping like the reality from their vocabulary and like getting uh -huh. lost in the moment. Like it's children huh. and adults and they're all the same. It's like love and peace for like this 15 minutes. And it is huh. stunning. I mean, it's less about the fireworks of the castle show, but like that soundtrack that plays beautifully to like the humanity on display. And then once you get over to Adventureland, you can do whatever you want because nobody's over there. But like there is like a good 15 minutes where we just kind of take our time and just watch because there is nothing, nothing for me like a, like a family or like a dad, especially with like his kid on his shoulders or like experience that stuff for the first time. Like I am done emotionally. But so that is my number one, which is not necessarily experiencing the show itself, but just kind of experiencing the people around you to that soundtrack well that is beautiful and i wish i had thought of it because my number one is far more blatantly being one of those people you're watching um because really i feel like to get everything from a show like enchantment which i have not seen i'm a wishes boy but i just haven't been since enchantment started which i will fix in september but uh Everything I know about it, the, really the prime place to be is where everyone and their duck wants to stand, probably Donald. But, um, <laughs> but you know, halfway-ish down Main Street where you're still close enough to get all the castle projection, but you're also taking in all the Main Street projections. Um, and and so, so I really feel like strictly from a visual standpoint, that probably gives you the most bang for your buck. It's also going to be the most crowded. It's also Absolutely. going to be the tough place to get unless you get there a little early and you may be standing behind one of those dads who has their kid on their shoulders, which is a beautiful thing, but you better stand a few feet further back so you can see over the kid's head. That's <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. That's interesting. I, I like a lot of yours. I have not done. And, um, my goal the next time we go is to kind of see that 
whatever show is playing, I hear rumors of Happily Ever After coming back. But um, it's to try to see it at least two or three times from a different place just to experience it because... Yeah, totally. Um, you know, why not? Like, why not? Well, and so, some of the nice things about some of the places that we brought up are you don't have to have a park ticket in order to appreciate the fireworks on a given night. Right. Um, especially right. things like California Grill, Bay Lake Tower, Beach at Polynesian. It's like, those are all places, if it's your first day or your let's just take a break day, um, you know, it's it's a great way to have Disney magic without having to have paid for a park ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love this list. This was super fun. Yeah. Um, this is great. Now, if somebody wanted to book a magical trip, to see these fireworks from all these different vantage points, how could they do that, Sean? Well, one of the ways I would highly recommend is to contact me because I love helping people plan their Disney trips, if that's any surprise to anybody. Um, and you can do that. I'm on Facebook, Sean, that's the S-E-A-N version, the Irish one, at Briar and Maine. You can look up Briar and Main Travel Boutique and find my agent page, which is brand new. We've got a brand new website. It's gorgeous. Um, and or just, you know, shoot me an email, even, maybe even make a comment uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. I will try to find you because I do. I love helping people plan Disney and Universal and the world, but especially Disney. And And if someone, you know, wants, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a cool segue because the stuff you do at your theater is very magical, much like fireworks, Tristan. So how can <laughs> they find you? Well, look at that. You know, that was a good segue. So yes, yeah, Savannah and I run a little theater in downtown Davenport called the Mockingbird on Main. We specialize in new works and uh, world premieres and uh, anything that is new in the theatrical realm. Um, but you can find us at themockingbirdonmain.com or look us up on any of the social medias if you happen to be in the downtown Davenport area. But if you're also in the Quad Cities, you can catch me and Savannah in Disaster at Circuit 21 Dinner Playhouse in Rock Island. And uh, if you're in none of those places, then maybe you're in New Mexico and can catch you in a show, Sean. <laughs> Come on you're down doing for the 10th to the, tw- or the 11th to the 21st. I will be playing Daddy Warbucks in Farmington, New Mexico at Four Corners Musical Theater. Look at that. And then someday you and I will be in the same room again. And that's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's been a minute. So I know. All that's right. Okay. All right, my friend. Well, it's always a pleasure. And thank you all for listening. And we'll see you all real soon.